0: Yeah, Cole, Cole's also, like, uh, sorry, buddy, I still have to call the cops. So, like, that doesn't surprise
1: me. Yeah, and he called the cops I'm to the tune of 10 strikeouts, so. Cole, Cole's probably just, like, he was probably the one guy in the locker room after the Donaldson thing who was like, guys, he's still our teammate, all right? Like, probably. that was probably Damn. Garrett Cole.
2: Damn, and, son. That's, that's the impression that Gert, that GC really give you. He seems yes. like a cool dude <laughs> yes, for real. Yes, absolutely.
1: Time out. Bro, As, uh, has,
0: Miles, uh, has Miles forgotten the one rule? With, Every oh yeah! Oh, until, oh until guilty
2: until proven in. innocent. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Damn, you're, it, right. Bro. Damn you're right. Damn, you're right. I always it. forget about that shit. Damn, well, I guess, hey man, fuck it. It is what it is.
1: But he got that yeah, dog man. in him, bro.
2: He got that out guy. here he talking about. I yeah, piss the, the, canine
1: I can piss <laughs> the canine unit. I could piss tonight. The canine unit.
0: what's up everybody this is episode 156 of the sarah toby Sa- god damn it what is this show called oh yeah sarah toby sports podcast <laughs> bro I'm, we're out of the studio i'm telling we're doing you, doing like, great we're doing it's, great it's, it's it's one of those you know what it is it's one of those things where it's like when you're out of the office you don't feel right, like kirk productive. Cousins, relax i'm telling you so basically when we do zoom that's me that's me in Primetime. i'm Primetime kirk cousins on zoom damn and in the studio on
1: 1 p.m. That's Kirk Cousins
2: that's a that's a that's a oddly specific and oddly like great comparison Not It's a callback to, call to it's like three episodes or ago it's too like
1: or it's like the people who just suck at away games Mhm. Yeah.
2: yeah. my my man is J, JT is a 49ers East Coast <laughs> right now. There you go.
1: So deep. Now, oh. I think
2: it's actually worse East Coast teams going west so you're like the Jets playing like
1: the 49ers right now. Nah, I'm the, a, I'm the uh, Panthers. Who is that? I'm the Panthers going, uh, no,
2: actually, sorry, I'm the Jaguars.
1: The Jaguars finally played a game outdoors and they lost lions. That's what it was. You're the lions. (laughs) You're the lions outside of the dome. Yeah. The
0: lions trash in the dome too.
1: sometimes.
0: (laughs) I'm the the Jaguars going West. Oh boy. But, uh, yeah, this is fun. We're just going to, we're just going to power through this. Um, as you can tell, we're on zoom this week um and let's see going from my far right now in the far right box the uh guyanese god himself dijon mustard john mutu hello riveting and yeah, in the middle <laughs> and in the middle uh a man that needs no introduction he walks with a cane not because he has to but because he needs to he can have demon time himself mr worldwide west
2: he- yes, Sir. <laughs> Dale Jones outside, leaving a worldwide mess. Come on, man, you know what I'm saying I'm with the dirty birds today. Stop playing with me
0: that That was hilarious only because for like five seconds in that five second pause, he's flashing his Ray Lewis jersey in the camera. Mind you, nobody can see you right now, so this is just this is just hilarious stuff this, right This now.
2: is just all this is all for play play you know what I'm saying basically basically I mean, we we have an hands pulled
1: up <laughs> in a muscle shirt
2: tough
1: Ooh. past Pastor
2: oh oh you got the game on oh i forgot i forgot damn you don't be
0: pulling signs. up to work with a muscle shirt you literally <laughs> work at a gym
1: i work at a luxury gym jc Ooh, <laughs> oh we have standards Ooh, excuse wow. me yeah Ooh. yeah ah, excuse Chris you brown.
2: shit is crazy but yeah you know we had a great NFL week. Well, some of us had a great NFL. Some week. of us did. Was, I, I actually thought that this slate was was ass this week, and it, I actually was very, very so wrong. There was a lot of upsets this week. Um, to be honest, I don't even want to talk about my game yet. Like that, we're gonna save the best for last. I think we gotta open it right. It's we also a two for one. So to say it's two more- for
0: one because both of y'all's games.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, two for one. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Justin the platform to talk about, you know, the other team in New York. I can't even call him the other team in New York. I'm talking about, you know, yeah, Fireman Ed's team. Those niggas.
1: Sierra is so bad to be with such a cornball.
0: I feel like you said that about a lot of women in life. But here we are. It is what it is. But anyway, uh, getting back to the point, yes, the uh, other team in New York, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and I'm just saying, ain't God good, because, uh, <laughs> look at us, Miles, I, you know, you know what it is, Miles, you know, the, uh, the Paul Rudd gift, or the video, yeah. <laughs> look at us, who would have thought,
2: us. <laughs> not me, who would have thought,
0: <laughs> <laughs> bro, yeah. son, if niggas would have told me the Jets would be four and two with a win against the Packers, with Zach Wilson missing the first three weeks of the season. Bro, I would have said you guys are liars. But here we are, coming up a 27-10 to 10 win in Green Bay, snapping a 15-game home winning streak in the regular season for the Packers. Oh my, And mind you, Zach Wilson didn't even play well. He only threw 18 times. He did not play well at all. But you know who is that guy? Brees, Brees Hall. I mean, Hall. Brees and you know Hall. why? No, no, Brees fucking Hall. It's Brees fucking
2: Hall. Brees fucking Hall. That nigga got that dog in him, bro.
0: It's a pit bull, Rottweiler, all the other uh, dangerous animals. He's he got a got
2: not all, not the big, dangerous animals. Jesus, chihuahuas.
0: JT. He, yep, yeah, and he's so got the chihuahua. You.
2: Yes. Thank you, John, for thank you, thank you for that, John. Uh, but the, jet, the Jets look, the Jets look incredible against the Packers. Um, and it's funny because I'm texting, texting, uh, my betting chat and everybody's just like, yeah, Packers about to win, Packers about to win. I'm like,
1: wait a minute, have you it- have a betting chat?
2: I have multiple betting chats. Degeneracy.
1: So, JT, do you know the hotline? Uh, um, I, I know Keeson is one, but I mean. Look, listen,
2: man, I'm in there. I'm in there for the vibes and analytics. To be honest, I don't sure, bet like sure. That
1: you can stop at any time. Yeah, <laughs> bro.
2: I, I haven't. I really haven't bet. I really mm-hmm. haven't bet. Like how usually I go. You can see. That's listen, not what you said. Whatever. I got prove. You said got I haven't bet. I not approved. how I usually. I have. Which one is it? I have to prove. If I gotta prove myself, listen. I'll show you the receipts. You'll see. I'll show you my DraftKings and my FanDuel account and my Caesars account. And my, let me stop. I'll show you all three of those accounts, and you'll see. I I really haven't been like that, but yes. Anyways, we were talking about it in the betting chat, and I told niggas I'm like, yo, I don't know. Man. I stay away from that Jets game. I actually like seven and a half. Seven, first off, don't ever take a seven and a half spread. Don't ever do that. That's the stupidest shit of all time. Shits and then once I saw that, I'm like, oh, Jets, Jets about to fuck with it. Jets about to fuck with it. And what did they do? They, they fuck with it. I was. I, I, I was took Jets money line because it. like I knew. Whole look good. Yo, this nigga Jinx is a wild nigga, but I respect it though. That's your team. I took well, I would have taken giant money line. I was telling niggas to do it, but you know, no one won't listen to me. Well,
1: yeah, man. Yeah. Look.
2: Y'all, look, y'all look great. Um Robert Sala is out here keeping the receipts.
1: Yeah, man. Shout out to the Jets. Um and we I mean we we say it every week about how talented the Jets team is and how talented that roster is. Um like literally to me, it's getting the most of what you can out of your secondary outside of um sauce and hoping that your offensive line holds up because you got the pieces everywhere else on the team. So, like, honestly, like, the way your team is set up currently, not saying it's the same level, but to me it's very similar to, like, the Bengals last year of, like, a not good offensive line, tons of offensive weapons, um and I'm not gonna say their front seven is as good as yours is now, but like at least a decent enough front seven and some kind of question marks in the secondary. But like you y'all y'all are winning these games and I also do think it does tell about what the fuck the Packers are going through. Um but yeah, man, the New York football is back for sure.
2: I can at least guarantee that the Jets will be playing relevant football well into the rest of October and the beginning of November. And yeah, like you, you can't you can't ask for more as a Jets fan, honestly. Let like the now, Jets split the series got, with the Bills, bro. All the... y'all play the Bills next week, Justin.
1: No, they
0: play the uh, they play the Broncos in Denver. They are three and a half point yeah.
2: underdogs. That's a tough place to
1: I'm going to take that. I'm taking Jets oh, Moneyline next week.
2: Fuck it. <laughs> like, look, that defense
1: is, <laughs> like,
0: like, like you said, the defense is legit. Quentin Williams is arguably, like I said last week, Quinn Williams is making a case to be a top five, if not top three defensive tackle this season. Um, five tackles last week against the – well, five tackles this week against the Packers, a blocked field goal, forced fumble. Like, dude was literally doing Everything you could possibly imagine, like uh, the field goal, that's so deep. Like getting in the backfield, blowing up blocks, like he was, he was amazing. Sauce Gardner also amazing. Like the defense as a whole, and Quan, Exa- Quan Alexander, of course, is just making play after play. Like it is, mind you, we're still missing our starting one of our starting linebackers in Quincy Williams. So once we get him back, oof I don't know, man, it could be. It's looking really scary, hours for that defense. But look, they're they're winning games, and that's all you all you can ask for. Like hopefully. You know, Zach, well, I'll be honest, Zach Wilson hasn't looked fantastic in his three stars, but he's 3-0 as a starter this year. Uh, Jets haven't lost since he's been put in the starting lineup. So, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'd like to see him play better. But, hey, it is It is what it is, you know. So just take it one game at a time. This is probably the best. This is the best Jets have been in, like, five years. So uh, it's not not too much to complain about right now. Not not not, not too shabby. Niggas thought he was going to go 1-8 in the first nine weeks, bro, there's a good chance
1: we probably only lose one game up until our bye. That's fantastic, man. And it's like, they, y'all, honestly, both y'all teams are looking like real, like, I'm not going to say sneaky for the Giants currently, but like, start of the season, if you said these teams might get a wild card spot, I don't think anyone would agree. But, hey, yeah, y'all, like, you guys are playing a good ball. Um and the thing is, when you got that defense, your team is always in it because shit can happen, man. Like shit, 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 can happen offensively, but if your defense is playing solid, like you can win games on a fluke, you can win games on some shit. So,
2: yeah, and I like that. Um, after the after not this week, but last week, um, it seemed as if Brees Hall was going to be the lead back based on like his vol- his volume and the amount of like. Just crazy-ass runs he was breaking. And this week, he was the primary ball carrier. I was fucking with that completely. But, yeah, man, just showing out. Word to them boys. They doing everything that they got to do right now. And shout out Robert Solid, man. Like, he got them boys hooping.
0: Yes, sir. Jets found, their coach.
2: Jets found their coach, JT?
0: Jets have found their coach. Jets have found their offensive coordinator. Uh, we have found our defensive coordinator. I mean, but Solid does a lot of – has a big tie into that as well. It's just – cool. all facets of the game is are working – well right now are they perfect mm. no absolutely not like i'm not going to say that they're on the even though they're only a game behind the bills i'm not going to say that they're on the same level as the bills they are not there yet but they're sensible just they are look i i think this team is really just a quarterback away and that quarter and it all determines if or depends on what zach wilson develops into
1: this season so you don't um all right, I get what you're saying. I was just going to say, like, I, I still stand by, like, your most pressing thing is just the O-line, like, to just get him a, a little bit of time. Um, Vera Tucker play tackle again this week? Yeah, so that's the thing. The O-line has been solid the last two weeks,
0: like, weirdly enough, because, like, everybody's just been shuffling around. I think they're getting – they're firing off the ball great. That's why we're doing so well on the ground. Um, And they haven't really been having Zach drop back to pass, like at least like you know, like the three step drops, things like that. It's like there's getting him out of the pocket, which he's best at, or just getting him out into rollouts. So that's good. Mm. Uh but look, I'm not gonna like if the Jets only want to throw the ball eighteen to twenty two times a game and they're winning, who am I to say, oh, we shouldn't do that. We should have him throwing more because if if Brees is gonna carry us might as well carry. It's just kind of like how the Jets were back in the early Rex Ryan days when they had uh you know the ground and pound carrying Mark Sanchez and he just needed Mark Sanchez just to not lose you the game. So
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
0: It's great. Uh, it's, I mean, Zach's a game manager right now, but the hope is that, you know, he progresses into one, you know, Scott takes that, you know, Josh Allen type of leap, that Mahomes, that Herbert type of league to get into like mm-hmm. that type of category. But it's right now, if he's just going to game manage us to wins, I'm fine with that. The hope is, though, that he morphs into something better. But, you know, speaking of elite game managers, though. That guy in uh East Rutherford, Mr. D Mr. Daniel Jones, that is an elite tier game manager right there.
1: Yeah, I was actually gonna transition. That's why I took that pause, but I didn't want to cut off your, your jest time. Um <laughs> so you can you can go first, Miles.
2: Do it. Couple things. Um First off, and I told John this last week, and a couple weeks ago, and probably a couple more weeks ago, Ravens in the second half, bro. Oh, it's bad. Like, there's no reason why, and I and I get it. Like, it's a tough, it's a tough game on both ends. The Ravens, I think they was five and a half, five and a half point favorites. All right, that's fine. I don't, I'm not even mad at that. But the the simple fact of the matter that the Ravens, they have been, they have lost to good teams in the second half. That's been the common denominator. Like they lost to the they lost to the Bills, they lost to the Dolphins. All that good stuff, but then they lose to the Giants. And honestly, I, you know, it, it's it's tough because it's like, do I feel like we're, now we're a good team? Yeah, now I now I convincingly feel like, and I can say that the Giants are a good football team. But for the Ravens to give it up, the way that they gave it up, like John, you John was actually at the game, so I don't know from what angle he saw that fucking dumbass pick that Lamar threw. He should just threw that shit away. That was, that was right in front of me. Oh, it was right in front of you. Oh, yep. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, man, just throw, just throw it away. Live to, live to see another day. It's like, yo, make us work for it. And, you know, you go on the road, you start turning the ball over, shit start getting crazy. And, you know, two turnovers in the fourth quarter by Lamar Jackson on a contract year. Mm. Like, I, I'd be wanting to defend this man. JT be wanted to – well, maybe not JT. But I, I'd be trying to defend this man. <laughs> then when he – like, it's just a bad look on Lamar more than anything.
1: Yeah, when it comes to Lamar, JT is like MAGA to prove it otherwise. Like every white That's baseball crazy. player, I, um, it's just a facade. You guys know I bangs with the uh, Lamar, you know the
0: mag of the long way, but you know it's it's more it's funnier being anti Lamar. I'm just hey, I'm just and I'm just saying he missed he missed some easy throws. he missed. Some listen, throws.
1: <sighs> okay, um, I'm not sure where to start. Um, well, one, I, the Giants are. They're, they're a good team. Um, they – and I've been saying this about the way the defense has been playing um, and Saquon's been playing well. And I feel like we we did a good job on him for most of the game. Um, But we knew that at the end of the day, like, it was always going to come down to if Daniel Jones can not lose you the game. And his thing was he made timely throws and um, made the throws that he needed to, um, which is great. The Wink really got them boys playing, even with all the injuries and stuff like that. Uh, Wandell Robinson got a touchdown. That's that's great. Um, I didn't know Leonard Williams was coming back. Um, but, yeah, man, the Giants played a great game. I think they played really well. But with that being said, um, I think it was definitely, like, not to take anything away from what you guys did, because you guys did play well, but we are supposed to be a good contending football team. And when you you are supposed to be a good contending football team, you have to execute, regardless of its a, if it's a good team or not. And if it's a team that sh- I feel like we could agree shouldn't isn't necessarily supposed to be on the same level, then you should be winning. Um, even if it's scrappy, you need to get that win, and then you build on what you need to going forward. But uh, a couple things: just took a field goal miss. Lightning, like shit, shit happens. Like he is human. Facts. Um, yeah. Wild in that. But uh when you talk about execution, like I understand why, like I'll say this. We dropped uh Mark Andrews dropped a touchdown that hit him in the chest. On top of that, right? I'll I'll get more specifically to Lamar a little bit later, but like wide receivers drop plenty of balls that hit him in the hands. That's not a great vote of confidence. It's not what you're like, you don't want to you don't want to see him drop
0: balls. Never want to see that. No.
1: Um so the offense didn't look good. Honestly, our corners played like our, our two star corners played pretty solid. They played well, right? Um on the Wandell touchdown, um someone fell. And it wasn't Marcus or Marlin, but someone fell, and that's why he was so open. Right? They played well. It's our third corner is not playing well. And I don't to me, I feel like Brandon Stevens isn't playing well. I don't know if he's a little bit banged up, but they played Pepe a lot. I love Pepe. He made a good play. And then after that, he was getting cooked, right? Um, We clearly missed Marcus Williams. Like, that was huge. But with all of those things being said, we should have won this game. Our defense has been an absolute embarrassment to the Ravens' legacy. We're supremely talented. This is a D-line that should be tops in the league because the D-line is the healthiest thing you got. Obviously, we lost Michael Pierce this season, which is huge for our run stopping. But for the most of the game, we played pretty well against the run. Um, but absolutely embarrassing. Um, people can't make tackles again. Uh, I I heard a guy saying it. uh, Some guy a couple rows behind me towards the end of the game is out here like calling Patrick Queen a bum. Now I don't think he's a bum, but he made a pretty good point talking about this is your linebacker in a contract year. I wouldn't say it's a contract year because it's third year, but it's a big year, and you're taking him out. In the fourth quarter, and it's uh second and six, that that makes no sense to me at all, especially in a team that is super run heavy. So, why are you going dime, especially when they can milk the clock? Um, like our, our defense is is embarrassing, and it, it's I can't even sit here and be like, Yeah, like we have some flash on the line. honestly. Jason Pierre Paul has been playing fantastic. I feel like, when Clay's Campbell comes in, he does great things. And then, like I said, Marcus and Marlin have been playing great, and they have the numbers to show it. Um, but everything else is just completely up in the air, and there's no level of consistency, and it's absolutely embarrassing. Like, I think Chuck Clark played well, but again, like there, there's a lot of a lot of issues there. Now with the offense, um, you guys, your your D line is great. They played great having Leonard Williams back you as Dexter Lawrence, it's very good at football. Um, Kayvon had a really good game as well. Like, he is a stud, and every game, he's just getting better and better and really settling in. Um oh, bro. But, we got one. We got yeah, one. Yeah, uh, Morgan Moses one. getting hurt early. Um, not early, but he getting not getting hurt. Um, I was – honestly, it looked like an Achilles when it happened. Like, his reaction, the way – he, like, was down. He grabbed his calf, and, like, it looked bad. But uh, he was able – like, he literally, like, basically, like, hopped off the field on one foot. But he was walking around with on the sideline later so doesn't seem to be anything too crazy but that met life turf met life field at it again um you know two season ending injuries in game one uh now with lamar this is someone who again my opinion top five quarterback in the lead should be in the mvp conversation with that being said this is now multiple games poor not only just offensive execution bad decision making and just poor play on his part um i expected a big game from this week right you had two games ago against the bills you had bad weather right so he couldn't really do a whole bunch and he also didn't play well in the second half and hung the defense out to dry right last week um a game that we won but he didn't play well he missed a lot of deep balls and at the end of the game he put us on a game winning drive we talked about it he won ugly Now, this week, I'm expecting great weather. Gorgeous day out yesterday. Game against, again, a a good team, a defense that's playing hard, but still, especially in the secondary, was missing key pieces, right? Like, for him to come out and miss again on a lot of throws, but then at the same time, getting no help from everyone to where Mark Andrews had multiple drops that game. But you get um, to Marcus Robinson dropping a touchdown in the end zone. Like I said before, Mark Andrews dropping a touchdown in the end zone. And then you get a lot of just easy passes that should just be chain movers and stuff like that that were dropped. Like, that's not going to be a great vote of confidence, and that's not a team helping pick up their quarterback when he's not playing his best, right? Like, and that is just execution. And it's it's one of those things that if we want to be if, – if we want to go where we're supposed to go, which, like I said before, it needs to be at the very minimum in AFC um, – uh, we need to be in the AFC championship game. That's not how you do it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, I'm tired of hearing all this team meetings. I don't know if it's scheme stuff because sometimes the defense works great and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but something needs to change. Something needs to get fixed because this is an absolute embarrassment. And if we were a middle of the pack football team, sure, but we're not and we're not supposed to be. And it's, it's just a waste. And the guy who was sitting next to you made a point, right? We should absolutely be trading for DJ Moore. I don't care what it takes. We should be trading for DJ Moore. And for the most part, since the cost has been in charge, we've made really good trades. And usually whenever I look at things and the targets that it seems that we're going after, we've made it like, especially if it's someone related to Baltimore, like when we traded for um, Ngakwe and things like that, it usually works out somehow. But he was like, if we don't trade for DJ Moore to show, and I don't like the Ravens never want to pay for premium positions. And I understand we value positions like safety and that's cool. I think Marcus Williams has done a great deal. But if we're not going to put Lamar in a position to succeed and give him the help that he deserves and do the things like Steve Young, um, I forgot what he was on talking about how the market player, Lamar Jackson would be one of the greatest players of all time. If they stop going, we have this amazing rushing attack and just let him be a dynamic passer. Right. And just open up the offense for him. And they've been doing a little bit more of that this year, but if you really want to do it, he needs pieces. And if we're not doing that, like, I don't blame him if he leaves. I don't, because I don't want to see that. And he goes, he goes. Honestly, I would rather him go and go somewhere to someone like to a franchise that will do the things that they need to for him, and I could support him there, because what they're giving him right now. And again, Mark Andrews, arguably the the best tight end in the league. um, It's it's fantastic, right? But we see it every time without a wide receiver one. It's not going to happen, but he still needs to elevate his play like that. That's not winning football. We've not been playing winning football. Shout out to Kenyon Drake, who had a great game. He played winning football yesterday. Oh, they, oh yeah. But everything else was just an absolute embarrassment. And I'm not going to say it's playing down because I think that you guys are solid competition. I don't think we took the game lightly coming in. But like uh, to to get cooked by Danny Dimes and it wasn't like he was he made good throws but it wasn't like we were making it difficult for him. Like every, pretty much every pass he hit, the, the dude was open. The dude was open and there was a bunch of space. And again, it wasn't on Marcus and it wasn't on Marlon. So w- what is with the rest of the defense? Like it's, it's one of those that they're like, Oh, we're not panicking. We're just frustrated. Like, no, I'm panicking. Cause now this is multiple times. And now we're going against a team that isn't known for their offensive firepower, that that's what brought them back into this game. Like, Poor execution. We had how many red zone trips and just came back with field goals? Every time Lamar made a big play, someone made a, a big play to get us in the red zone. It was just field goals. Like, what yeah, winning ugly is not the recipe for like a contender,
2: yeah, or, su- or just overall sustained success,
1: exactly. Like, winning ugly is like no disrespect to you guys because guys are playing great, but for teams with no expectations and y'all are winning games ugly because you know you're building on things for the future. Where for us, this is our window.
2: Yeah. Um, I think it's a couple things, man. So, well, us, I think our offensive line, they play their asses off. Andrew Thomas is looking like one of the best left tackles in the league right now. Yeah,
1: they I did.
2: They just, they just, they just scheming better. That like, I can't really explain, explain the how behind it or the what behind it, but they're just, they're just scheming better. The offensive line is doing it, every everything that, that you can ask them to do, mm-hmm. Um. And I think the, the key to us being such a such a better second-half team than not even just y'all, than most of the teams that's in the league, um, is just the fact that Wink makes good adjustments. Like, he's a, like, which which leads me to believe is that, like, I think it had to have been an internal conflict in Baltimore, him going, because it's definitely not his ability to coach. Cause
1: no, I think player. it was, I think he didn't want to change the defense to fit the personnel that we had last year to where, like, you can't keep blitzing and putting our cornerbacks on an island when we have no cornerbacks. Right. And I feel like that just was just one of those things where, like, all right, if he's not going to change and our personnel might change, I also don't think he got along with some of the linebackers. Um, From what I've heard, like, Patrick Queen, like, tried to nicely say that his system wasn't beneficial for a lot of them and stuff like that. Um, that's why I think it happened. And the fact that I think they've been grooming Mike McDonald for a while. So they just needed so him to go get like some experience. Enough. Type yeah. Shit. yeah, like there was I just was one of those things them. like, all right, like it should work out, which I, again, didn't think was a move. I thought if we change board, it should have been Greg Roman. But here we are.
2: Now it definitely makes sense. But I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. We came in, we played winning football at home. That's what you're supposed to do when you're a good team. Yeah. That's it. Like, there's really not much else, not much else to it. Like, yeah, there's so many layers to it. But like, I'm not a new Giants. Not for team. you I'm guys.
1: To... Not for you guys. There's no layers to it for you guys. You guys played well. Played your asses off. You deserve to right. win.
2: Yeah, exactly. And this is what I'm saying. It's like I grew up with the Giants fan, knowing the Giants actually winning games. Like mm-hmm. it, like us getting to the point where we were shitty for however long we were shitty. We were dealing with the end of the Eli years. Like yeah, yeah, like the Bob McAdoo were, era. Yeah, exactly. So I've I've literally seen it all with this team, but I'm used to my team winning more than I'm way used to them them lose them losing. And when you and this is this, like this is the I don't want to say this is the expectation because the Giants have been bad for so long, but this is this is the expectation. You know what I'm saying? I feel like honestly, like yo, the Jets being four and two, like just with with them doing like just the way that the franchise is gone, I feel like that's so much of a bigger deal than the Giants being being one of the three, five and one teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So oh oh Justin's definitely I, doing his fucking fantasy basketball Yeah, I, I think the difference is the-
1: um is the fact that um it's not so much that you're winning. I guess it's more of just how you're winning and how and I think it's also just with the question marks that you guys had coming in. Right? Like I said the media season I fully expect take to have a, a great season and he has been. Um, But the big question mark on what you're getting from Daniel Jones, because remember we said at the beginning of last year that it was going to be the prove-it year. He got all the offensive weapons. You worked on the offensive line. And he showed us what he showed us, right? So I think it's more of just the question marks where, like, obviously there's question marks for the Jets, but we all agreed that the Jets had a ton of talent. So we're just like, the the talent's there. They'll figure something out, right? Um, But for you guys, it was more of just, I don't even know exactly what talent you guys got right now. But hopefully you got a coach, and that's what it is. Like, you guys have great coaching right now. I'm a still wild that Andrew Thomas has more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Toney. I had my client say today that he thinks Kadarius Tony is um, trying too hard to be a rapper, and that's why the staff doesn't like him. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he's probably talking shit to them and being like, I don't need football. I can go be a rapper. Um, but I – I agree. The Giants had a lot of years of success. I think it should be a bigger deal if the Jets are doing um, so well. But this is also a very strange year in football, um, and to where the fucking Buccaneers are lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers and shit like that. But to, to put a bone in it, for my point, um, this needs there needs to be some level of panic. There needs something needs to change. Uh, I think again, I don't think we're a dysfunctional franchise. We are currently acting like one. And it's not just from the management style. It's also just the players got to fucking play. Like, if we're going to sit here and talk about, it, I trust these guys to make plays and they're continually not making plays and losing these games to teams that matter, like, this is not a winning recipe. And we're still in the first half of the season, so it's it's not the end of the world. But, like, there needs to be some jumping off point, right? Like, in the 2019 obviously, Lamar's having a great year. But, like, Tony Jefferson... Lost him for the year, Chuck Clark steps up, we trade for Marcus Peters, shit gets different. Right? There is some catalyst, there is something, and the only move that I'm hoping there's two moves that I would like. One seems more realistic than the other. And I personally would love an Odell signing, and that doesn't affect us now. That affects us come playoff run. But um, if we can get DJ Moore, or just someone, I mean shit, if we could have got Robbie, I would have been happy. But like for us to sit here and go, hmm. Andy Isabella, and we're gonna actually um, work out Deshaun Jackson. Like, it's the same Andy formula Isabella. that has not. Yeah, he was signed to our practice squad last week and then got elevated. Um and card- and...
2: Ex-cardinal? Yes, the ex Cardinal? Yes, ex second round pick that was Davis.
1: cut because he was fresh. Oh. <laughs> and and for us Jesus. to bring in Deshaun uh, Jackson, like, <sighs> I get it, but at the end of the day. Joe Flacco had better receivers. Joe Flacco had Anquan Bolden when he won a Super Bowl, right? Anquan Bolden, a phenomenal, was a great receiver. And even after the Super Bowl run, they still got him Steve Smith, who, when Steve Smith retired, was still putting up ridiculous numbers. Like, there's been no receiver of that caliber that we have had. And again, I think Rashad Bateman has the talent to, to be a number one, but he's still super young, and the offense isn't doing him any favors, and he's been hurt a bunch. So, like, what are we doing? Like, we – at some point, you got to – you have to make the change, right? We did it where Ozzie Yusuf never really made in-season trades and DaCosta did the trades and great things have happened, right? We have made consistent trades that have worked for us. And even Jace Pierre-Paul signing, good signing. A little late, but it was a good signing. And, you know, we're hoping to get a lot of people back, but those are all things that affect us later in the season well, we got to figure our shit out now. Figure our shit out in the first half of the season to have success later. Not be trying to figure it out at in the, the latter half of the season. I'm just an upset fan. I had a weekend for, for the else. Not great. I ain't going to lie. You, we always got
2: more to talk about when our team lose, man. Yeah. This, is the, this is about as quiet I've ever seen Justin on the podcast. Because the Jets are 4-2. Them niggas just winning games. It's like. Yo, it's
1: but actually, he'd be pretty quiet when they lose, too, just because it's the same shit every year. But well, it's again, a different year. It's a new age.
2: Right, the ghost of Joe Beningo is fucking screaming somewhere. So it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's been it's been a a, a weekend full of losing. There's a lot of fucking underdogs this week that that like I like I was telling y'all earlier that that really came through and won. Um, but yeah, like yeah, just- Pittsburgh is one of
1: the worst teams in the NFL. Um, and for them to beat the Bucks, wild. Yeah. That was not a, the worst, yeah, that was a, but they're uh, yeah. they're they're competing for the number one pick. I mean, they're 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 pretty
2: bad. I think I think Pittsburgh is pretty bad, but yeah. you know, it, it's still. I, I hate to be that person and be like, it's still Pittsburgh, but like, I just think that certain organizations, like they just ha- they just have a certain caliber to them, like that they're just not gonna just like roll over on dudes, like even no, they're that's fine. Yeah, but he, like, he, all right. So here's the thing. Like, even mm-hmm. the Ravens are, that are playing bad, right? Like, you're talking about Panikai. You're talking about all this shit. The Ravens are still three and three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, we're talking about how bad the Steelers are so far through the season. They're two and four. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that that's great or anything, but at the same time, it's like, yo, they're not ro- they're not rolling over the teams. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't want to make it seem like that. Like, they're not trash. Like the Commanders, like, like the Commanders that suck. Like, I can't wait to play these guys. Um,
1: commanders suck. else? Yeah. Cool.
2: Well, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh definitely sucked. Well, no, 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 well, the Bucs definitely sucked. Sucked suck this weekend. The Texans, I mean, they, you know, needless. Yeah, to
1: Texans are pretty days. bad.
2: Um, I mean, well, Carolina, they, they Ra- Carolina's really bad. Carolina's really bad. The, the Raiders is probably the best one in four team in the league.
0: In theory, <laughs> sure. seriously.
2: In theory, right?
0: They they really could easily be four and one too. That's that's that's, that's what makes it funny,
2: right? But other three and three teams, though, John. Like I, I think y'all are in a better position than the Packers. Like y'all are, yeah. Like I would definitely still say that. All right, you know, the Ravens are three and three. The Packers are three and three. Like the Pat. Like if I was a Packers fan. i would be shitting in my pants right now. I just lost to the Giants and the Jets back to back week.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like again, we we got quality wins over good teams, right? So that's why it's not. It doesn't need to be full blown panic. But like, you got like clearly there's an issue. This isn't this isn't a fluke anymore. Like this isn't all right. Like some something happened. Like for example, the Dolphins, young players who didn't play together in the preseason, right? Bunch of blown coverages, bad communication. Should it happen? No. But you can understand. You could be like, all right, there was a bunch of blown coverages. It wasn't from any of our experienced players. It's fucking Kyle Hamilton did a bunch. And a bunch of players who lack communication, right? That's that's something that you can understand why this is happening. And you can be like, that shouldn't happen again. And it didn't happen the next week. It was something I was working on, right? The Bills, there's no excuse for that. And then now it becomes another one, right? And then now the Giants, it's another one. So it's a trend now. So sure, you don't need to sit here and be like, all right, this season's the season's to wash or anything like that, or, or we need to go out here and just like fire someone or do all these things. But like, something has to change because clearly this is an actual issue now. I don't give I mean, a shit about our signing practice squad players. Like, I'm tired of hearing that shit. Like, I get it. We find talent, we do those things, but like, that that will make us like always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Like we need. There's a reason why. Again, we bring it up every year. There's a reason why someone, someone like Josh Allen, got a Stephon Diggs. Shit got different.
2: I mean, listen, Bills not a trash can organization. Not saying that the Ravens are. I mean, y'all clearly know what y'all are doing over there too. But yeah,
1: there's the difference between was- competing and winning.
2: I mean, y'all have done plenty of winning over the years, though. I I can't sit here and like play boo-hoo because the Ravens are three and three through six games. You know what I mean? But yeah, but if we got a
1: generational quarterback, we we can't be continuously getting divisional round exits and fucking doing things. And I understand the scrappiness aspect you're talking about with the Steelers cause last year with Tyler Huntley. We played teams hard as hell and almost won a lot of them games. Yeah. Well, that's cool, a pass interference. You're absolutely right, kid. I'm not even I'm not
2: even arguing with you, but. Yeah, shout-out to the Bills. Shout-out Josh Allen. This nigga is tough. Um, yeah, man.
1: Yeah. I was to Bills' defense. And the thing they're doing this without Trey White, man. Doing yeah, this without Trey White.
2: It's crazy. That was, like, the main, main game this week that, like, I think everybody had their eyes on. I mean, even so, I mean, it was still a pretty close game. I think uh, a couple of less mistakes, the Chiefs probably could have came out on top. But, yeah, the Bills just wanted that one. You knew that, the, But the Bills, they beat the Chiefs in the regular season last year, too. None of that. Like this is this is all like just for just for the fuck of it. Like this, I like I, I'm excited to see this year what happens if you know the the Chiefs end up playing the Bills at Orchard Park upstate. Man, listen, that would be
1: a fucking bomb. yeah. Losing at home is a bitter pill to swallow. Um, but again, I mean, even even the Chiefs aren't necessarily at full strength, right? um and their their younger players are gonna continue to get better um they were in that game and yeah shout out to the bills man they're they're, they're doing great things again i still if you can't run the football um you can be you can't be defended against and even for us like we understand the weather's bad but we still kept their passing game in check josh allen basically beat us on the ground he's the epitome of like remember when they're like tebow's not a quarterback he's a tight end like Josh Allen is an athletic tight end with a rocket arm can actually who's an actual like he's a – if you want to turn a skill position into a quarterback and see how it works that's basically what Josh Allen is doing. Is that listen? It's the same shit like when you saw Carson Wentz fucking lay out Roquan Smith. <laughs> like quarterbacks, big boys.
2: Yeah, you really love it. You really loved to see it. Um, I'm trying to think the other oh the other main primetime game that was actually good was uh. What you call it? So I, I man, Eagles six and zero. No, I gotta shout them out real quick. Like six and like six and zero. No, I don't think anybody really thought the Eagles was gonna be tough, tough like that. But I think that no. I, I mean I had a feeling it was gonna be because my man told me that AJ Brown was gonna have a crazy year. So far, he's going crazy. Um, listen, they got Jalen Hurts a number one a uh, number one early. Mm. The the Ravens got mm. the, the got to do something. I hate to bring it back to them, but it's just crazy because it just seems like you know. Teams, it's almost they, like the they, formula they works. Literally
1: do it. Yeah, exactly. wild concept. Yeah, who the Cowboys I so. play? I mean, Cooper Rush. You know, it was it was it's fun like, while it, it lasted. Who? No, no, he I'm did he not. did his
0: job though. I mean, if yeah, you were was, if you're the ca- if you're a Cowboys fan, you know, and you're like, yo, you're gonna be four and two, you know, with with Dak out, it'd be like, oh
1: yeah, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah, mm-hmm. Should you take it's that with it's great, <laughs> but um, exactly. Um, but again, soft schedule, so. They're they're gonna be a they're gonna be another team that at the end of the season will still be on fraud watch. Um, defense is great. Michael Parsons is great, but they will continue to be on fraud watch until proven otherwise against good teams. Um, well, how many good? I mean, realistically, how many
0: good teams are there in the league right now? It feels like a lot of really just middle of the pack teams. Or and that's why teams. this is. That's why I said this is like a weird year. So it's like everybody's kind of on fraud watch because like who have the eagles really beaten like that i mean you're gonna I'll tell you what the teams Vikings that are not team? on
1: fraud watch are buffalo and kansas city obviously yeah and i guess and honestly the eagles because even on fraud watch even if your schedule isn't the strongest going six and oh in football is very hard it is because oh, the because the lot random shit, shit happens
0: right. in football then like, are we are we in a similar situation where it was like the Steelers from like a few years ago when they started off like eleven and oh and everybody was like, "Yo, this is the this is like the worst eleven and team ever because their wins were ugly and they were just facing a bunch of like garbage teams." Like my potentially. one potentially, like uh, my one problem with the Eagles is that yes, they're six to zero. Their major flaw is almost similar to the Ravens. They are a they bad played, second, half. second half. Team. Yeah, but they, they still, still have. Second
1: half team. They half have. But they always have a. The always, yeah.
0: They always build such a big lead in the first half that they just always take their foot off the gas. Now, the obviously playing the commanders, you didn't have to worry about that, but mm-hmm. they put up 24 points in the first half. They didn't score in the second half. Uh they let the Cowboys basically back in the game. Uh the Lions game, they were up by like twenty-one, let the Lions come within a field goal. Uh like they're just they're just not good at closing games. They just happen to have big enough leads. Now, granted, uh against the so Cowboys. they gotta get out that big that. lead, right? Yeah, like granted, against the Cowboys, they did have that really long drive that ended in the the touchdown that pretty much kind of sealed it for them late in the fourth. But still, they like if they face a team kind of like the Chiefs or the Bills or somebody like that, a team or a team that just fights continuously in the fourth quarter, they they might run into some problems if they don't learn to close. So that's all my only thing with the Eagles. Other than that, their their, nah, their think, defense is think, great, yeah.
1: secondary is phenomenal. See, that's the thing. I think. I think uh, the. Their defense, to me, I think their secondary is great. But, like, they're still giving up points to a lot of a lot of teams in that second half, right? So I feel like um, they're off. And that's why I feel like their 6-0 and is, is a little bit better than other teams. Um, you know why I, I wouldn't put them on the fraud watch? Because their offense is that level and has shown to be that level versus, like, let's say the Bengals, who are supposed to have this high-powered offense, who aren't doing it right like they have a high powered offense and they're putting up numbers um but yeah um, to me those are the only three teams that i can sit here and say are not on fraud watch everyone else it's it's the middle of the pack or it's fraud watch. like the vikings are five and one who believes that who believes that right no one believes that's what
2: i'm saying it's like a quiet five and one too like nobody thought that they were gonna be like as good as as good as they are but to 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 your point about the eagles john i definitely agree with you and the other thing is the eagles playing the nfc who is really nice in the NFC? We see that the Bucks Wide are open. not playing well. The Buccaneers, the, the Buccaneers are not playing well. The Rams. The Giants are playing ass. well. But that's not the that's are the Rams are not playing well. The 49ers are playing a little bit better than them, but to be honest, I think the best team that the, the team that's playing the best in that division right now is the Seahawks. And I think I got every reason to believe that. Um the Packers aren't aren't playing well. So if I'm being if I'm being real, the Eagles Realistically, they may not get battle tested if, in a perfect world, to the Super Bowl.
0: I think we got to see. I, I, I,
2: I, I, I mean, we'll, oh, yeah. see, we'll see how other teams continue to play, but I just don't think that there's a there's that next NFC. Like, we I talked about it last
1: Eagles week. NFC schedule is solved. <laughs> like it is soft.
2: Yeah. Exactly. It's but I still feel like even with the NFC schedule being so i still feel like the Eagles would be this good in an, in another in another division or even in the AFC. Maybe not so, the AFC West.
1: Yeah, I think they'll yeah. I definitely think they'd be good, but I don't think they'd be 6 and 0. Um Maybe and again, four, it's 4 and 2 or 5 yeah, and 1. And that's very respectable. It's very respectable. It and to me, um I would say they're they're obviously playing a different brand of football, but it's giving me shades of honestly Tennessee last year. And it'll come down to, like you said, like when the tests will come in the postseason. Like that—that's what it'll come down to. Yep, I agree with you. Um, and I think they're less of a fraud than Tennessee was last year because I—I called Tennessee off jump. Um, yeah. yeah. What other any any other big uh, things well, I have? Uh, Robbie Anderson got traded after arguing with a coach. Um, bullshit.
2: let that be an example, kids.
1: Facts, don't argue like, with
2: niggas, 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 niggas will pack you up,
1: bro. Especially the, the coach that brought you
0: in is not there no more, Yo, they're cleaning <laughs> a house on everything that Matt rules. Every, any, yeah, please do not things. trade CMC to the Bills and please trade DJ more to us. Well, like, you see, what the asking price is the asking price, they're they gonna want either a bunch of picks or you got to include, but you got to include a first rounder in there, so um,
1: yeah, we're going picks I, like that. I, yeah, see, um, nobody, Saints
2: nobody are playing teams a, tough, fr- yeah, Saints are playing teams tough.
1: Yeah, the, the Colts actually scored points. Yeah, um, the Colts actually scored points. A lot while. of points. Yeah, but the the Jack like the Jaguars are like the framework is there, man. Yeah, like that's a
2: they got team, team that's
1: that's a that's a team with scary potential, man. Yep. Like if they if they,
0: if they start smoothing things out, man. Let's say they, they should have won. They should have won that game. They 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 mm. should have won that game. Um, but
1: that's elsewhere, that's a big around, win for the Colts. No, it, a it, it's a big win. Much for the Colts. needed win. Much needed win. Cause they'd have been in yeah, trouble. because all their wins have been ugly, um, and have not looked cohesive at all. So that's a big win for the Colts. Matt Ryan I mean, passes dead Dan Marino. Hmm? Yeah.
2: No, that. that that th- they're, they're three, two, and one. Yeah. Yeah, that's which is which is crazy. No, they're four like how... oh, no, 2 one though. Four to one? can't be four to
1: one. No, one. My bad. One, My two bad. I thought people. I could have swore Matt Ryan said three, three wins last week. Fuck
2: it, you know niggas nah.
1: be whatever. Fuck it, yeah, nah.
2: yeah, in fact, shout out, but yeah, shout out them niggas for real. Um,
1: it, hey, the Rams didn't start out great last year.
2: The Rams, man, I'm still not sold. Not man. saying the not they,
1: saying the Colts are the Rams, but they didn't start out great last year. No, I mean no, the Rams were the Rams were
2: decent Rams. until November, and then November is yeah. when they lost every game. They lost every game in November last year. I remember because that's when they played the Packers, they played the 49ers, they played like a whole string of games that they lost. Yeah.
1: They
2: they they I folded think. into the tough part of the schedule and then they started playing better in December.
1: Someone was talking about how ass uh Brady's been playing. I He's mean, not been Brady like. Yeah. I mean they are missing some pieces
0: on their offensive line, yes. He's also missing um, his family. Um no, he left them. He can't miss what yeah. he doesn't want.
2: Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. My man my man's made his choice.
0: Yep. He, he, he he's he made living his it, he's living his truth he chose, right now. He chose that pill. Handsome Squirrel. He, man.
2: Squidward. he <laughs> chose the pill. Handsome Squirrel, yeah. But
0: all his life. Oh yeah, Carson Wentz is out. Taylor Heine- the return of Taylor Heineke. Yeah.
2: Nice. Heineken back. Um, hopefully Marquise Brown get good good soon. He was having a great season. Um and then Bro, I not know when the games fake because because uh Justin's fantasy team is a little bit too successful right now. So I need I need, I need him to face some adversity.
1: Um <laughs> yeah. What's the fucking, what are they they got two wins too, right? Who? The Cardinals the Cardinals.
2: Something like that. They're two and four.
1: Yep, they are two and four, and their fearless leader was out here saying it hasn't been this hard since my rookie year.
0: So, so king's unbelievable, Cliff clay kingsbury you're on the hot seat buddy i'm sorry but like yeah the allegations are starting to set upon you
2: yep. and it's been bad because it's like the past couple seasons the cardinals actually have started good but then they have just tailed off at the end of the season yep. now they're they starting bad and
1: they started Saturday. last season 7 and 0 oh. yeah and it was it was us saying every week relax
2: you can just tell, man. When you've been watching football for a certain amount of time, you can yeah, just man. tell who's actually good and who's not actually good. Which yeah, is like, good. I don't which is yeah.
1: Give a damn about how good the Chargers are going to be right now. I just need motherfuckers to throw the ball to Joe Everett. Facts. <laughs> but also, again, that's another team that I still think is going to figure something out and be better than they currently are. But um they not even do a bad, but you know, they they got to figure something out. Because there's no reason why that a defense, um, with uh J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack, and like everything else they did is like, and and that all well, you know um well they're missing two stars. Jay Herbo J. Herbo was hurt, obviously the number one uh, receiver is out and stuff like that, but as long as the defense gets it together, once everything else clicks, they'll be fine.
2: Uh, I think that's basically it for football. I mean, we just got – I mean, we're not going to do primetime picks this week, guys, because uh, Matt is not with us right now, and he is part of it. So, yeah, we kind of can't violate.
1: Yeah, Matt's in the race this year. So, look out for that next week.
2: Yep. But I will say one thing. The Giants are two-and-a-half-point underdog – or three-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Jaguars. Do do not – that is such a trap game. I I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Do not touch that game. Which game? The Jaguars and Giants game.
1: Taking the under. Yeah, that might be the move.
2: Yeah. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um but yeah, if that uh is it for football, then I guess we can get into our next topic which is the other sport that's about to start by the time this podcast will have been released. The NBA is back, you guys.
1: I'm so I'm so happy. Um,
2: you need something to lay your head on, John.
1: I do, yeah. Uh, Cause it, God knows it's not our fantasy league. Our um, other one is right. It's going great, but definitely not yeah. our fantasy league. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, NBA season starting this week. Uh, I mean, first game for us is against the Suns. Um, I'm I'm excited. You know, this should hopefully be uh, Luca's MVP year, Our first of many. <laughs> um, but. In regards to my team, we made some additions, maybe not as big moves as I feel like we should have. I feel like we're all on the same page, but still moves that people don't think move the needle that much that I I do think. Um, Also, we're getting a lot of, like, it's another year of, right now, the the NFL is wide open because a lot of teams are playing poorly. Like, to me, like, it's another year where the NBA is going to be wide open because of just how balanced it feels like the actual contenders are and how many teams that are going to get together, right? Like, Obviously, I'm excited for my team what we're going to do. Um, I do think we're going to play well because we have one of the best players. And, again, I can make argument for the best player um, on, a planet, on on our team. Uh, you got a lot of people coming back healthy. Like, I'm excited to see the Pelicans this year, which sucks because they're also in my division. Um, you know, the Grizzlies making – like, listen to people making other additions. Um, there's, uh, again, a lot of young talent. Like, the Pistons might be must-see TV. Like just yeah. because of the talent and how they're gonna be playing and stuff like that, right? There's so much to look forward to in this NBA season. Um obviously we'll be getting more in depth like as the season progresses and you know, as some games get under our belt, but like just looking to the season. Uh is there any things that you guys are looking forward in particular from your team or another team or any predictions of awards, things like that?
2: I got I got two things. So I just to, just so I can get myself out of the way. Um one I'm going to be in the Garden a lot more this year because I really want to see my team play live a lot more now, especially, you know, we've been somewhat competitive these past two seasons. Um, But I'm happy that, like, this past year is behind us. That whole Julius Randall playing terrible. I'm hoping that, like, yo, we the, the roles have kind of been reestablished and we see that RJ is getting better. So this is really, mm-hmm. like, about to be RJ's team. And I'm really well, excited y'all just that paid that.
1: a point guard a lot of money.
2: Well... It's still RJ's team. Yeah, I'm saying like I, I, I still feel like, yeah, J- yeah, Brunson he's gonna be facilitating for real. But we know who the guy is in New York. Well, at least I know. I think I think it
1: should yeah, be RJ's team. I think it should be RJ's
2: team. But I think you know, is RJ Nesta Cortez and Jalen Brunson if, is Garrett Cole? If, if not now, then when? Is my question. And no, John, he's not Garrett. He's not Garrett Cole. Um, but I will say I I will say what RJ is like, if not now, then when. It's it, it's He's continually like gotten gotten better every season. Now, will this be the season that he takes the jump and people are like, "Oh yeah, that Barrett guy in New York, yeah, he's a hooper for real." Mm-hmm. I think after like I mean, full year, you, know, he, you mean he averaged twenty last year, so you know he's definitely like gotten more consistent with Storm. and he's gotten so much better shooting threes. So I'm excited to just see that progression like this this season and how that translate.
1: Um, I say 20, and like, oh, 23 and seven.
2: Twenty three and seven is great.
1: That's, that's all star numbers. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's that I mean, like. Seven Booker mid tier, and the reason why I'm saying mid tier is because these players that put up numbers and they're like, oh man, they're pure scorers, but, you know, scoring more than twenty six points a game. So, right, exactly.
2: Um, but and then the other thing that I'm excited for, I'm excited to see Zion play. Um, yeah, I, myself included, like gave that man a lot of flack. and it looked like he did the work to like lose weight, basically yeah. to put it to put it plain. And if he's able to commit to that, I'm I'm gonna love to see what he commits to the court this season.
1: Yeah, man, that that Pelicans team, man, for what they did last year without him, uh, getting yeah. him back, they don't need a free agent signing when you, you're getting him back. Right. And then you get all the other young pieces around them just developing more. You get another year of Herb Jones. You get Jackson Hayes continuing to develop. Um, like obviously Brandon Ingram was in a lab this summer, uh, and then you got the touch of veteran leadership, people like CJ and stuff like that. So um really excited to see you know what what they turn out uh turn into. Uh JT you got going to be a very
2: very excited team this year. Things it's you're excited
1: for all uh, this season. Uh
2: just
0: no covid bullshit.
1: Um I mean i a pretty, true Kyrie
0: fan. I mean yeah. just just somebody that just like I'm it was annoying, you know, just <laughs> the only team that was really affected by you know, a mandate that really, and we keeping it a bean, didn't need to be there, or that could have been amended. Um, but, you know, it's like, you know what you're going to get from KD. Kyrie looks phen- phenomenal in the preseason right now. So he looks locked in uh, on both ends of the floor, which is pretty impressive. Um, and I think, that, I mean, the big X factor is going to be what Ben Simmons gives them. You know what, they're gonna, what he's going to give them on the defensive end, but what is he going to provide on the offensive end? His last two preseason games are pretty good, albeit he did foul out in the last one against the, the Timberwolves. But, look, it's – I think with the Nets, it's pretty clear-cut, like, what they need to do. Like, the the, the star power is there. It's just a case of executing. I think defensively they're going to be heads and shoulders better than what they've been in the past uh, just because of the, all the versatility that they have. But, mm-hmm. again, offensively, you have two of the elite-tier shot makers in the league you have two of the best snipers in the league and Joe Harris and Seth Curry, uh, Nick Claxton looks to be a lot better, you know, a lot, a lot more polished this season. Um, and, you know, if Ben Simmons is right, we all know what he can do on the defense, uh, on the offensive end in terms of facilitating and things like that. So
1: don't put up them dreaming on green numbers.
0: Hey, look, if he's going to give, give six points, but 10 assists and like, you know, nine rebounds, I am all for it. All for it. Definitely. Uh, so that's pretty much all I really got on the Nets right now. Obviously, as as the season goes on, I'm going to have more to say. But as of for right now, that's pretty much all I got nice.
1: on them. Yeah, with you guys, like, as much as, you know, like, Spenton is the X Factor, I just think it's always going to come down to health. Like, it's just your two yeah, stars yeah, are too. just not known for being healthy. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, and it's unfortunate because when they play, they play really well. And uh, like you said, there's no there's no mandate stopping Kyrie from playing at home anymore. Um. So, that's another team that should contend. Like like you said, like, the, the NBA is wide open. The only NBA, thing stopping Kyrie is Kyrie at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, and maybe Steve Nash. I feel
2: like in terms of my fault, mm-hmm. John, just in terms, of, in terms of next season, it's like, we, we the expectation has been there for the past two seasons. So, it's just a matter of, like, are y'all actually going to do it? Like, where is, like, what like what's actually about to happen with y'all this season type shit, you know? Um, no COVID bullshit, absolutely. Um, but you know what? I, I will say this: KD got to stay healthy. He got to stay on the court. You know, mm-hmm. like that was the biggest detriment. I feel like to the team the past the, the past couple of years. Shit, he said it himself exactly this
1: second. last year. It was like the what two months that he missed. What would have happened if he didn't miss that?
2: Right. Ex- exactly. And I mean, like, yeah, you can speculate on the what if, but but I know for a fact the Nets would have been in a much better predicament than they would. Than the they Nets were in
0: second place play. when he got hurt.
2: Exactly,
0: <laughs> and it's only needs to be said. They were in second place when he got hurt. Right, he came back. They were basically at the bottom, not the bottom of the East, but like, yeah, you know, they dropped to like sixth or seventh, um, and were battling for a play in at towards yeah. the end of the season. So,
2: yeah, basically, basically the Nets and the Celtics, like they kind of like flipped spots if you think about it, because the Celtics were at that point. I I, I don't even think they were a top four in the East.
0: I remember specifically that the so. game that they um that they lost at the Garden when RJ hit the game winner, that was like their turning point of the season for the Celtics. Cause like, there was a lot of chatter about the Celtics like was in the right guy? Like, Oh, should we break up with the, the Jays? Like it was getting scary uh, in Boston, but after I that, still game, want Jalen Brown on my team. Um, I, I I'd, I'd like Jalen Brown on
1: my team too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, speaking of Boston, um, I don't, I think last year was, they're, they're a good team, but I think last year was a bit floopy. Um I'm not really, I'm expecting them to be a good team, but not be a true contender. Um, but I think Philly's got a lot to prove this year. And if James, if we get the James Harden that it seems like we might get, it might be a little scary. No, um, right. Obviously, yeah. they still have holes and things like that to work out on the team. But like if they, if, if James Harden is again, that's another dude who's out here talking about. He lost weight. He's been in the lab. He's gonna well, take this seriously. Philly might be something. Um, obviously, the Bucks are gonna be the Bucks because of Giannis. Uh, Jamal Murray coming back. So we finally get to see the Nuggets at full strength with Jokic coming off of two back-to-back MVPs. Um, dude, there's a lot to look forward to, man. I mean, the, the new look Cavs, uh, I still think they're going to be a good team. Um, I think Dobby Mitchell is very good at basketball, but I don't think it's going to be as groundbreaking as people think. You know what I mean? Like, I think the Cavs are going to be a good team. But, like, until proven otherwise, I don't really consider them a real contender um i just think they're gonna just gonna be another team that's gonna make things difficult like a team that no one wants to see sort of thing um but yeah until we we see what they do against these really good teams and this, these top tier teams you know that that'll be left to see because we know uh, even with some pretty good fucking talent around them the jazz didn't do much um the heat of course my guy jimmy uh contending every year hopefully they stay healthy and things like that and bam decides to take an ag- aggressive approach to offense this year because i really feel like that's the thing that held them back um but i'm i'm excited man like basketball season is my favorite um you know i'm be and now since i don't have to wake up early in the morning for work i, I, I could watch my games and not feel bad about it uh and also um i, I think that andrew wiggins deal was kind of od
0: you know how much money the, the Warriors have tied up into these guys
1: right now? And like five, they were like, if Draymond like 500 million in, If Draymond opts in, they're gonna be in trouble. Someone gonna have to go.
2: Oof. I mean, you know he's gonna opt in for real. Yeah,
1: there's no reason for him not to.
2: Um Yeah, they paying they paying they pay they pay, they, they paying five niggas the entire their entire salary cap.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: obviously it's working, so I'm not gonna sit here and talk yep. shit about like what the fuck um Who's a, who's a, uh Bob Myers? That's his name. Yeah.
1: Oh shit, we'd be remiss to mention the Lakers, whether or not they play well or not. Oh, if LeBron James yeah. is healthy, they're always in the conversation.
2: Yeah, you're right. I think the Lakers are gonna be shitty this year, but then again, whatever. Yeah, what I don't think I they're gonna running?
1: be very good, but th- th- there will be a storyline. The media and-
2: keep making it. I fucking hate the media sometimes. They just just let us like be, be like let us spearhead this shit because like what. Like, the headlines that be headlines don't even be headlines. Like, they really are here discussing whether or not Russell Westbrook going to come off the bench, which is fine. I get it because, you know, big market, whatever, fine. But there are so many teams in the league that are going to be so much better than the Lakers this year that I'd much rather hear about. I think the Cavs are a much more interesting team than the Lakers. Shit. I interesting. Think the are Huh?
1: I said, interesting, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I think the Mavs are a much... Shit, if you if you really get technical, you mentioned it earlier, bro. Jada Ivy on the Pistons, bro. I'm very interested to see how, that, Cade Cunningham, and all them dudes over there. Oh, bro.
1: Yeah, I, I don't... Like, I said when he got drafted, I think it's like you're drafting another player like Cade Cunningham, but I saying you can't pass up on a talent at that point. But um, they got... Listen, we said it even last year with all the young pieces that they have. Even, um, you know, my guy Dame, not saying that the Blazers are going to be any groundbreakers, but you know they should it'd be somewhat fun to watch because i got a bunch of people who can score now i don't know um but yeah like we're, we're gonna see we already know that the young the youth movement in houston um what what is the new look timberwolves gonna be like uh even though y'all know how i feel about the timberwolves outside of um outside of ant-man um who was also on some wild shit uh but yeah there, there's a lot of things you know um who else i'm just looking at just trying trying to see who else um, I mean, uh, a team that looks so promising on the cusp of the Hornets last year, like, I mean, that that's a tough break, you know. Um, and then even outside all the things we said, again, I think Phoenix comes down to earth this year, but we'll see. DeAndre Aiden don't want to be there. Chris Paul's is another year older. Devin Booker's he's good. He's not that guy, but he's good. Um. I Amen. think you're
2: the only person in the in the world that agrees with me on that, John. Like I, and you know how I am. I'm very generous when it comes to niggas. When it comes to Devin Booker, like niggas know how I feel about Booker. Like I mean, obviously he made it to the finals that we had to do. I s Chris Paul. I said I said what I said. I said what I, I said mm-hmm. what I said.
1: Like it's it's one of those things, like he's not doing it on his own and for yeah. uh again, he is a sport. He has done a better job learning like being uh more active on defense and Still taking a bit more, but he has a score and he averaged like 24 and like not even seven on rebounds and stuff like that at six, eight. So,
0: oh, that was another thing.
1: Apparently, this uh 2023 free agent class looking good.
0: 2022 free, oh, free
1: agent class, uh, 2023, 2023. Uh... Yeah, they're just like a lot of key young role players did not sign any rookie deals. I wow, look at that. You said you Robert know. Williams, Grant Williams didn't sign a deal. I would Tyrese, love Grant Williams. Tyrese Maxey's going to be a restricted
0: free agent uh, as as well. Uh, they didn't. They didn't reach a. Tybal. I mean, sorry, not Tyrese Maxey. Uh, yeah. Matisse Stebel, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, because they didn't meet a, the thing. So,
1: hey, I I heard to say, like, the Clippers, man. Kawhi coming back. They got John Wall coming off the bench. Like everybody forgets about the
0: Clippers, man. Yo, know, if, if if Kawhi and Paul George can be health, can give you 65-plus games. Hey, Paul George season. played most
1: of the season. If Kawhi could play. If Kawhi well, I'm, could say,
2: play, I'm not worried about, nah. not worried about nah. Paul George getting nah. hurt. Paul George has had nah. crazy-ass industries. That, that's the thing. It just seems like Injured. all the
0: time it's just crazy-ass what shit. <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah.
2: This nigga, this nigga, Paul George, I said, I said this nigga, Paul George has crazy-ass industries. I meant to say injuries.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh But um, like, but he you're... always
2: somehow comes back and mm-hmm. will play 60-plus games the next season.
1: And he even said, like, and for him to literally go, yeah, everyone's saying it's one A, one B. Nah. Kawhi's the one. I'll be the two. And I'll do whatever. Now imagine if Paul George is your two. Paul George is an MVP candidate through most of the year last year. Like, it's like the Clippers, it's gonna be scary over the Clippers. I think I think they're they're gonna, you know, health permitting, they should be a better team than the Suns.
2: Yeah heavy on the help permitting because mm-hmm. it's like we got a lot of niggas with injury history on that team including paul george like as much as i love yep. him, like he's proven to bounce back from it better than the, the his other two
1: yeah but, but he missed a lot of games I,
2: he did miss a lot of games I, I can't sit here and say that john wall coming off the bench and Kawhi. i'm gonna get 50 games from both of them i can't i can't definitively say that and be, mm-hmm. and be confident they gotta just go out and do it now
1: all right um so that's all we really got for sports guys uh I hope you guys like that Chainsaw Man segment that uh, we did last week. Um, shout out to the homie Ruben for always texting us some feedback and stuff like that, bringing up a good point um, about Dendry's, uh right nut that will be brought up uh, next week. So we're not doing it this week because, like we said, with the primetime picture, not at full strength. Um, and Matt is also a part of that. So we're going to do episodes two and three next week. Also, we're recording on Monday this week, so the episode technically ain't come out yet. So um, we'll be back with that. Next week, but yeah, look for Chainsaw Man to be a thing moving forward for sure. Uh, but that brings us to our OG anime segment, anime book club. If you guys did not know, we are watching Tokyo Revengers. Uh, and this week we did episodes 16, 17, and 18, which was some fucking heat. Um, yeah, episode 16 once upon a time. Uh we found out the backstory with uh Katsutora and Baji and Mikey um
2: shit is different shit was so different and it's like i it's weird because it's like this show is happening in the present and the past at the same time so you see a flashback of when Mikey and all them little niggas was even younger mm-hmm. i thought it it, it just gave a good description and in and good context as to like all right and like you go back and I, and i and i don't want to like jump too much out of order but like just the whole the whole interaction of um uh, i i forget i forget the names um long hair dude With like the golf-looking dude, yeah, and uh, Kazutora, Kazutora, Kazutora is the dude I was talking about. So you really see like their whole their whole interactions, and I'm thinking like, man, like Mikey was about to let Baji get fucked up by all of those dudes that that uh that was trying to run down run down on the bike, and and Mikey pull up out of nowhere as per usual and just started fucking niggas up. So my and I and and I ain't gonna cut you off too too much, John, but, but you but I haven't seen it.
1: So, yes, yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're not yeah. gonna.
2: Be... So basically, you see the whole interaction with ba- with with Bazzi, causator Kaz- 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 After the fact, they're like, "Oh, it's Mikey's birthday." Da We about to set. We about to set the stages. So the, so basically, now they're setting the stage for what's about to happen. They're like, "All right, you know what? He got that bum ass moped. We really about to get our man's a bike type shit.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, the shit that he always wanted.
2: Exactly. The exactly the exact same shit that that he that he always wanted." And like you get so like this, I think this episode you really get the most the most for real in terms of in terms of depth and hot because everything kind of happens so fast. Next thing you know, they're in they're in they're in the they're in the bike shop getting ready to steal it because you know Kazutoro had the great idea. Hey, we can't we're fucking kids we can't get this shit. Let's just fucking steal it. They're mm-hmm. like, all right, you know, Bashi was very hesitant about it. Bashi was not that-
1: with it at all.
2: He wasn't. But I mean, I can't say he wasn't with it at all because he really like like he was like he was there. Like he did it, like he was
1: there. Yeah, man. You know it was just Yeah, but he was hesitant and he was like, yo, like yeah. you wouldn't even want us doing this for real. He was just very much like the, the things that I got so far, like through that episode, was um one, Kaz uh Kazator and Baji like kinda upset and they were like, Damn, like he's been different since he's been hanging out with Drakken. And it's like so they're kinda upset that Drak has been teaching Mikey some level of humanity, right? Um, and then, when like one, Mikey also had dead eyes back then. Um, yeah. But then I was just like, you see, like Kazutori is kind of just like a bad influence. And like Baji is just loyal to a fault, yeah. right? That's what I'm seeing. So at this point, I'm theorizing, right? That like, and, and we see it a little bit later too, but it's like, to me, it's just like, okay, they were super loyal to Mikey. Like they were going to do this for Mikey um regardless of the consequences because that's their guy right so like that was the only thing um that was the only reason that Baji would actually do it right like he I feel like if it was anyone else or he's like oh, it was still his bike he'd be like nah it's dumb but like you know they like clearly Mikey means a lot to him um and then it's like one of those like when shit goes south it's like see what happened when y'all want to act too grown right um you got to deal with the consequences and then we see when Kazutora snaps to where he goes like we were doing this for mikey he deserved this all these things and the only reason that um when they opened the door that baji went through with it is because he had pictured mikey on the bike and he was like yo he deserved this he would look so cool on the bike you know what i mean and then Kazutora snaps Kazutora snaps and then goes so much yo like this happened because of mikey like instead of i did this like and it's their kids right so going like, he didn't take the responsibility for his actions to now going, this is Mikey's fault that it happened, like, versus, damn, I wanted to do something and went myself. That's what's funny about the whole thing, the lack
0: of accountability, like, nigga, nobody yeah. told you, you could have just gotten that nigga a birthday card and a birthday cake and been done with it. Mm-hmm. Nah, you wanted to go steal a bike from a shop. First of all, how'd y'all niggas not even know that his brother owned a shop? Isn't that your commander? No, like they probably,
1: you, no, they definitely knew that his brother owned a the shop. They were just dumb and didn't know what shop and didn't pay attention. See, that's their fault. That's exactly. Fault. But then again, they're 12, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Man, look, like, and I that's, what that's what I'm talking about. I'm not trying
0: to steal some shit from them. Is, yeah, like, but I
1: agree with you. Like, Cosplay They didn't know it was his shop. Influence. And it just showed, like, he was just kind of off to begin with, right? So now in, like, episode 17 um We get more of like that conclusion and whatnot, and it's like so to me, um it goes from Baji being loyal to a fault to Mikey to being willing to actually try and steal the bike um and getting talked into it to Baji being too loyal to Kazutora of going, yeah, he spoke for me, so I didn't go to juvie, but like he still went, and now he's like now that he's out, he feels like he owes Kazutora, but um. Yeah, episode 17, no way. Um, yeah, so now we find out, you know, he fully gets accepted into Valhalla. And they go, yo, in one week, October 31st, it's on. Halloween brawl, baby. Yeah, like, we scrap it, scrapping, it. Um, And in this episode, uh, Ch- Chief of you enters the fray. We find out who, home, who the uh, first division vice Com- uh, commander was. Who Baji had to fuck up to get into Valhalla. That nigga was getting
2: washed, boy. Yeah, and now we see he's loyal really to really a fault. Yeah. Yeah, the old like, old
1: niggas
2: but
1: Yeah. Yeah, like he's out here saying, like, Baji's awesome. And he did bring up a good point that Baji did save uh, Takamichi when he punched uh, Kasaki. Because that was a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and yeah. he took okay. the. He like, definitely
2: distracted, that definitely distracted it.
1: Hmm. Um. But Chief, he knows that Kasaki can't be trusted. So at this point, do you guys think that what he's saying is accurate? If he's just like, yeah, like Baji joined it because he he's still loyal to Tomon or da da da. Like, do you think I mean, that's like, accurate?
2: When they was having a conversation like on the bridge, when Takabichi and Baji was talking, I kind of mm-hmm. got the vibe that. Mm, I don't think that this nigga is a spy. I think this nigga might be on his Sasuke shit and he's just lost for a little bit. But yep. I don't think that he's. I don't think that he's on, on the spy. That's what really what this was given. It's just like, all right, nigga, you're mad for whatever for whatever reason you're mad. But that might be some misgu- misguided shit. But what I will say is that kind of like the whole interaction about why like why Baji and Kazutora are like cool is really because like Baji feel like he probably owed a nigga something because he helped held him down. Despite the mm-hmm. fact that he not acknowledging that he never wanted to deal with the shit in the first place.
1: Exactly. Um,
2: but W's fucking, fucking with 17.
1: 17. Hold on a second. Cool wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a go second.
2: back and forth between the, re- like the present and the past.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think you're good now.
2: Yeah, so we we get a lot of seventeen because we basically see a lot of the um we see a lot of the present in the past flipping, um and in present and in the present they're trying to figure out a plan and in ter- now that uh, Takamichi got the the intel that John spoke of he goes back to the the past discusses with Naoto, and they they eventually come up with a plan mm-hmm. to um they 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 get the ka, ka, Kasiki Kasaki Kasaki kasagi is, is the is the main is the main target now.
1: Mm-hmm. Also the other thing that um I was thinking there is uh one we see uh Takamichi actually like talk to Mikey about it and be like, yo, like Baji not coming back, da da and then like kind of make his intentions known to where now they're like, Oh, you heard about my brother and they're also like um uh they're like they, they respect you know the fact that he he had the balls to say that and stuff like that, and we see that he gets an ally in the past now, right like so chief uh Chief Yu is now gonna be his ally, and he was like, yo, I'll help you try and reach your goals, you know what I mean, um, which is dope, but hey man, like we, we go you know they talk to Osanai and I they, we do these things, and obviously he goes to the future, but like yo Kasaki is Kasaki is different, man, like he's underhanded, and we knew that from when he punched Takamichi. Like to me, he's giving big Donzo vibes. Like mm, uh, he is yeah. a tactician and he is a menace, and people fear him like El Chapo level to him to be like, bro. If I tried to kill him, like I'm terrified as to what he would do. And this is Osunai who knew he could wash him in a fight. You know, so that's crazy to me. Um, so here, do you guys think Kasaki is ahead of Ahalo, or is Chief? You just chatting,
2: man? Honestly. After that whole after that whole conversation that um, they were having, I didn't know mm-hmm. really what to think of who was of who was the leader of that. I I had no idea because it really like I think behind the scenes, like yeah, I think that would make sense. But I think mm-hmm. that's just kind of what is like way too obvious for me to like actually believe that that's what's going on. And okay. then when we actually find out in the in the present time now when he's having a conversation with um, well, I always forget this nigga the, the fucking uh, Draken. Name. Dragon, when he start having a conversation with Dragon about um who who the leader actually is, and they start playing the the memories that that mm-hmm. now now now, *Revenge* just got me locked in because I'm like, oh no, nah, this, yeah. this is actually getting yeah. This I was like, yeah, not nah, this shit is actually getting crazy.
1: Yeah, um, I think, I mean, it it really leaves it up to those options, right? Like, and that's why I'm asking to so what you guys are thinking because Chief Yu seems pretty convinced. And then when he talks to Draken, he goes, "Well." Mikey's technically the leader of Valhalla because Valhalla beat us. But as far as um, Draken knows, when Valhalla had that fight, they still had that headless leader. So that leads to the question again, do you really think there is a leader? Or like, is it just another thing that, like, um, I forgot which one you talked about, but y'all think Hanma is really the leader and they're just saying that it's someone else. It was me. Yeah. So do, do you still feel the same way? Because I mean, I said it himself. He was like, yo, Kazaki... Use me as a stepping stone. And now he's using um uh Hanma. I don't
0: know. It might just feel like one of those things where he's not the leader per se, but he's just doing a bunch of stuff that makes thing, that puts things in motion per mm-hmm. se. Like he's not telling people or ordering people, yo, go fight, go do this, go do that. But mm-hmm. it's one of those where it's like, all right, he might put one thing in motion that sets off a chain reaction so that it might seem like something else is happening.
1: Yeah, he's like ten steps ahead, bro. Yeah, um, like
0: that's why I think it might be a case like him coming into Toman is him basically like, um, you know, on some mm-hmm. undercover spy type shit, and like that's how they—that's how you absorb uh the other gang. Yeah. By pretending that you're a part of it. And so, so you you think that Kazaki is the head of all? I don't know. I don't know if he's the head per se. But you think but, he's involved
1: in Valhalla? He is involved in Valhalla very heavily, yes. Okay. Um, so the last things uh, that happens at episode 17 is when uh, we find out that uh, in that battle, that uh, Mikey kills Kazutora. And I love that Um, when Drakken says, I can't believe we were so blind and didn't see the cross that he was bearing when he was just a 15-year-old kid like him acknowledging him being a kid, I think is huge. Yeah. Um, About time somebody ag- acknowledges like, that
0: they're children. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like just, you know, um, that that's a big thing going into uh, episode 18 and especially looking back at the past, right? Um, so episode 18, you find that we get a lot more of that hindsight um, advantage, right? So we we hear more from um, uh, Drakin, who again reminded him be like, bro, you need to get out of Tokyo. But we find out that, um Mikey kills Kazutora. Baji's dead. Um, so Mikey loses both of them. And uh that Kasaki prepared a Patsy um to take the fall for Mikey. And then once that happened, like he was never the same. Right? Uh so I, I don't know, like there there's a lot of things going on. Um it, at this point, what do you like? what is the what is the plan like we, we find it out right like where nanto goes let's so we know you gotta you gotta save baji right mm-hmm. um we think that at this point we think that kazutora kills baji but we're not really sure um but so I, nice. I put it there's so many layers to the story and then i'm like it's like the gang version of knives out low-key like the the way the plot is progressing and stuff like that. And maybe I haven't seen knives and out and watch that. Like, I, I did not
2: think that the, that the fucking plot was gonna like be this like thick by this point. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, yeah, I I really didn't know what to expect, but yeah. Um, honestly, I am I'm, I'm fucking with I'm fucking with the with the layers of it. And real realistically, it's like I think they once believed that, believe that uh, Kazutora is the nigga that kills him, but shit, Kasaki set the whole shit up with the other gang. Mm-hmm. and trying to know, kill dragon exactly and we found out like in episode 17 that that was like you know his true like that's what kasaki's mm-hmm. role knows because he's about.
1: trying to be the number two
2: yeah that we found out in 18 though is that like they they purposely try to, t- yeah, to take yeah, purposely try to take him out and then just so happened that it worked out that um there was another spot that opened up and mm-hmm. that's how you know and It's kind of funny, like this show is kind of funny because like they try to make us think real quick that uh, Takabichi Beach is about to get that shit, and it's like nah, sorry, it's <laughs> yep. too easy. That's too easy, guys. We are not giving out. I like praise, it, like, man. Not-
1: and that's the yeah. to me, that's where it's like there isn't a lot of power the here.
2: Yeah, that yeah. At first, I was very skeptical, but now mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you know what? Yeah, this is like actual plot progression. I'm this shit is
1: this shit is tough, man. Like it is like nothing is easy in this show, and that's what I talked about before, where like a lot of flashback shows, it's a very simple, like. We stop this one thing. Oh, there might be a chain reaction, but as long as we stop this one thing, everything will work out. And we sort of got that feeling earlier on where he saved Draken, and then he comes back to the future and shit's still fucked up, right? Um, But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, Kasaki's whole thing is wild. Like, there, it's just... What does to do in this scenario? Because we know he's pretty powerless for the most part. <laughs> um, But what else? Uh, This episode, right? Um, he he goes back, he ends up hanging out with Hina. Uh, best girl alert again gets them the match and join. Mm-hmm. and she always knows best when girl. he comes back. Um, yep. So now we, we see when we're leading up to the fight, right? So it starts off two days before, then a day before. So the day before, Draken meets with Kazutoro to be like, Yo, call this thing off, man. And we also didn't mention that, like, as much as Mikey has shown to be a great leader and be like the bigger person and do all those things like he even said himself he's like i don't want to feel this way but like i can't forgive kazutora like i forgive baji but like i can't forgive him and it's one of those things that you can't blame him bro he killed his brother and that was a person he looked up to in the world like you understand that it was for them and now we we find out in episode 18 that mikey spoke well of kazutora to get him released from juvie early but now it's like kazutora is almost like a victim to the system but he kind of deserved the punishment. Um, and he's just not taking accountability again, right? Uh, and and now, like, one, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed from, like, the cinematography aspect of, like, when Drakken goes, oh, if you're, you're not sure what to do, why don't you go talk to your brother until you feel better about it, right? Uh, the scene where he's riding away on the motorcycle, it, it was pretty much the same as when Baji envisioned him riding on the motorcycle as a kid like seeing the taillight weave in and out and stuff like that so i thought that was cool from, from the visual standpoint um but you know we see takamichi talk to to baji you know when chief U calls him and stuff like that and he just goes yo like make it out like don't die um yeah i think baji is a bad guy i was say like
0: miles said he's on his sasuke shit so he just being he just being emo for no reason
1: yeah
2: um, I don't think, so I don't think it's necessarily fair because he's so new new to the story. I don't think it's necessarily fair to say if he's good or bad. To make assumptions. Just, real shit. <laughs> um, But I know that he came from a fucked up ass situation and because he came from a fucked up ass situation, like it's, it's tough. Like he literally watched mm-hmm. somebody kill somebody that he knew in front of his face and then he watched the other dude take the fall for it and he had to deal with the aftermath of that in his life.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: do I think, if I had to guess what I say about it, he's a bad person? I don't think he's a bad person. You know? Okay. Like, he really, like, I mean, to be honest, he didn't really do much, you know, different than what uh, what what the other gang members have done.
1: So, yeah, like, and they also showed a- him, like, yeah. on the way to that first day, like, they were like, oh, sorry, we were late. We saw someone picking on someone else, so we went to fuck him up. So, like, I'm also, um... Did you have anything more to say on that? No, 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 that was it. Okay, cool. I just, like, uh, like moving on to the next part, like, the other part of that with Kazutora, like, it feels like Kazutora is um, almost, like, the epitome of what Toman becomes in the future and what Mikey doesn't want Toman to become, right? Like, he was a founder of Toman, but he was always just on some real, like, gang shit, like, I don't understand why they act this way, we should beat up people for no reason, da 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 um, Like, obviously, he didn't care about robbing the store, um, even though Baji's like Mikey, we don't want that. And that's like a like that's not a good look. You know what I mean? And um we, we know what Mikey talks about when the Lincoln were the Lincoln, so they didn't affect other people, right? They just did what they wanted and lived free and fought with other gangs and did things like that, but like kept their stuff in their stuff. And then, and then now we now get, we get to uh episode eighteen, where one, uh leading up to the fight, Kasaki gets a little shook where he's out here like, Oh shit. I, I don't know if he's shook because things are not going well or things are going exactly how we wanted and you didn't expect it to. Um, right. but we get into the showdown, we see the other um mob bosses, which were dope. Um also Mitsuya is the swaggiest member of Toman. Um hmm. and
2: Mitsuya. Why cause he got cause the nigga got pink hair, John?
1: Mitsuya don't got pink hair. Nah uh, Mitsuya isn't Mitsuya the, Mitsuyo the hair one hair, with the white hair? hair? Yeah. He's the one who when oh, they, they yeah. showed everyone the day before the fight. He had the uh the he had the jacket and the headphones on the, on the thing, Thanks. um on the yeah. subway, okay. um okay, yeah. But like when they do that, like the the admirals right when him and Drakken are talking, getting ready for the fight, and they're like, "Oh, do you want a free for all? Do you want your five best guys?" And like he just washes homie from the other gang, the older dude, um Hanson, and goes, you know, "What what is this nonsense? Talking about rules for a fight?" Like he's the epitome of what Mikey doesn't want Tomon to be, and that's like just something that I noticed this episode, you know. Um, but shit's about to get shaken. I really want to know why um, Takamichi still don't got his uniform. This man's about to fight in his in his school uniform. Um, that's something that I
0: don't warm up with the team and the in the team warm ups. That's like. And they like Kyrie because Kyrie always warm up with the with, with with the tank on, and everybody else got the warm up jacket. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, like, uh, that's 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 Takamichi. Yeah, but Kyrie be doing work. <laughs> that is true. So you're telling me that uh, Takamichi is the kid that dresses is the football player that dresses crazy with all the accessories and the visor, <laughs> but gets <laughs> get, but keeps getting beat in the secondary.
1: Yeah, he's, the, nigga, dude, he's the dude. He's the dude at the wreck in the full uniform. Yeah, now, all the Takamichi, accessories.
2: Takamichi got mad gear, but no fucking. But
1: no, and the wild play. thing is he don't even got the gear right now
0: so what is he really yeah. you tell me he spent all his vc on gear and not attributes
1: yeah. <laughs> and he don't even got that bro this man don't got the uniform yet he's still a break <laughs> so he's oh, still brown bro. shirt he a brown shirt <laughs> yeah um but yo you see all the other the the um the older gang people man i thought that was cool but hey this shit, the Royal Rumble, the way them gates opened up and they was on each side. Nah, that was cool. <laughs> um, Baji is really a nut, and uh, I can't wait for these next three episodes. Like we're we're getting down to the home stretch, man.
2: I'm just saying, but if niggas was like, "Yo, y'all either doing a five on five with y'all best, or y'all doing a mesh, bro," I'm take yo. This is I'm taking the five. I'm just saying, had to
1: had saying. to do the five on five, bro. Especially because I'm pretty sure they were outnumbered. But Drakken was like, I mean, you started this, so you can choose. Yeah, facts. Because he's not pussy, but, like, not everyone's as strong as the, the captains, bro.
2: That oh, shit
1: didn't make yeah, no sense, right. though.
2: But you get to pick your five best. You get to pick your five best? You telling me, like, yo.
1: No, I'm saying, but if Drakken just going, we're going to do a free-for-all, like, the grunts is not as strong as the captains. Like, the oh, grunts will was, get washed, oh, and we, they
2: can still oh, win. No. Yep, that's yeah. a fact. I play Pokemon Leaf Green. I know. That's a yeah. fact. Them, grunt, them grunts, I used to work through them grunts. Oh, bro.
0: Yeah, still though, didn't make much uh, much sense. Like the whole, like, all the other gangs being
1: there and people could watch, it just didn't make sense to me. To me, it just kind of showed the like, because they're, like, they're not a bad gang like what Osa and I have with Mobius, right? And it, it just goes into what Mikey talks about, about, like, there's rules to this shit. You know what I mean? Like, there is street code. Like, obviously, and he, and um Shifu says it, where he was like, these people normally, like, butt heads with Toman, but they understand how big of a deal this is, and they want to make sure it's not no, like, foul shit or whatever, right? Like, they want to make sure that things, like, are done the right way, and that, like, because everyone, like, they throw around murder and kill a lot of times, but no one's trying to get locked up, bro. Outside of maybe homie who tried to murder Drakin, but that's because he was being a hater um no one's trying to get locked up and they just want to like have control and be able to do what they want in their areas right And, and like even when it comes to like you gotta think about gang shit in real life there's still some level of respect right so that's all it was um and it seemed like mikey asked them because they were doing it the traditions and the way things are supposed to be done versus like kazutoro just wants to watch the world burn and hanma
2: is an interesting dude. I don't really think there's much else to that nigga outside of... Well, I'll see what happened in the juvie years real quick. Mm. But it looked like that change started the second that he killed Mikey's brother.
1: Yeah. But he was definitely a little off before then. Yeah, man. I- I'm really excited for these next couple of episodes. You guys got anything else? Nope. So, uh, if you guys are watching along with us, uh we'll be covering another three episodes for next week. So, uh, 19, 20, and 21. I've only got two more weeks left of uh, Tokyo Avengers. Um, In regards to our other anime segment, which has not been named yet, uh, we're going to be watching uh, Chainsaw Man episode 2 and episode 3 as soon as it comes out next week. So um, look out for that. Uh, and Primetime Picks will be back and everything like that. So thank you guys for listening. Um, you guys can follow us at TARW2Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Narwhal or on Instagram at Moo2Fit. Guys,
2: facts, man. You already know y'all. Follow me on the brand, go Wide West underscore 11. Take away 11. You've got me on Twitter. Hey, man. That's basically it.
0: Uh, yeah. You can follow me, J underscore Thomas underscore 24 on the Twitters. Uh, remember, nematodes
1: are people too. Catch y'all next week.